What's going on, everybody? Glenn P. Brooks Jr. here. I'm an author, I'm a speaker, and I'm a coach. And I want to welcome you to We All Need Some Help Wednesday, the podcast. I get the opportunity to add value to entrepreneurs, business owners, and ministry leaders, both on and offline. And this episode is going to be no different. Stick around, and we're going to get started right now. Well, it's good to be back with you guys on another edition of We All Need Some Help Wednesday, the podcast. I'm Glenn P. Brooks Jr. I'm excited, you guys. We are rolling right along. I can't believe that it's been a little bit more than a year that we've started this, and soon we're going to celebrate an actual year of us going live with this broadcast or with this podcast. You know, when we started the podcast out originally, I just was going to use this platform to talk about different lessons that I've learned in business that's helped me, particularly as a first-time entrepreneur. I think it is important. I see so many entrepreneurs, business owners, and ministry leaders beat their heads against the wall trying to figure things out. And I've often been a fan for the easiest way to grow a thing is by getting into the room or getting into a room with a person who's grown that thing. I'm going to say that again. The easiest and quickest way to grow a thing, whatever that is, business, your marriage, it doesn't matter, is to find yourself in spaces with people who've perfected that process and are willing to teach and train you on how to do that. So that's what I thought it was going to be. And it kind of lasted that way for the first 13 episodes or so. And then I quickly realized, Glenn, this is not about you. And quite frankly, your shelf life on this, you're only seven years in the game at this point, brother. You ain't got but so much to talk about. (laughs) So I said, you know what I'm going to start doing? I'm going to start recognizing other people. And the reason why is because I'm also a huge believer that when you see really successful brands, there's always a story behind that. There's a reason why those brands are successful. They didn't just pop up and uh, out of nowhere. In a blog post on HuffPost.com, contributing writer Flynn Coleman asks this question. He asked the question, he says, why are stories so powerful? Well, the truth of the matter is, is that they, they are actually more memorable than facts. Our brains are actually wired to respond to stories. Metaphors and anecdotes help us to relate our ideas to our own experiences, providing richness and texture. Stories actually bring you and your listeners into a multidimensional world full of colors, sights, smells, and emotions, making us feel as though we're actually living the story. And you guys, when you become great storytellers, when you become great at weaving your story strategically through your business, where when people do business with you, they're doing business with your story, it changes the the, the entire thing. Today, I'm super excited to have on the line, somebody who I have a tremendous amount of respect for. I coach this woman in real life, um, both on the personal development side of the equation as well as uh, for her business. And she has an amazing story uh, behind her brand. And I'm going to let her talk a little bit about it. She's going to share who she is, what she does, why she does it, who she does it for. And we're going to take you guys back to how she is able to show up and be such a significant impact in the lives of people that remember her on purpose. (laughs) I'll put it that way. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together. Let's welcome my now friend and sister, Y. Regina Jones. What's up, lady? How are you? Hi, Coach. Um, I'm doing great. So excited to be here. And I'm hoping that my sound is a lot better. Your sound is perfect. It sounds really good. And 
Awesome. You're doing you're doing good, girl. Listen, Regina, let me say this. And in some circles, people may know you as Yolanda. That's what the Y stands for. But we just gonna call you Miss Jones. How about that? <laughs> that's that's fine, coach. You, you understand what I'm saying? Rod, Rodney would appreciate that. He'd appreciate that when he said that's yes. that's what I'm talking about, coach. <laughs> He's, he's watching. Uh, he's watching on KBCN right now, and That's my children, up. and my sister, all the people. Listen, for all of you guys on stage, y'all give her family a big high five, waves, and that sort of stuff. Regina, I am excited to have you on the call today. You have had a journey. And it has led you to the place where it is extremely important for you to help people capture, hold, and retell stories, uh, memories, uh, monuments, those kinds of things. Um, before we get into your brand, take us back to who you were as a kid. And, and I want you to talk a little bit about what has informed what it is that you're doing today. I know that, you know, as a former Navy veteran and just you've done all the things, but there has been some things that's taken place in your life that sort of shaped you as a person and then now has shaped your brand. Let's talk about that. Uh, thank you, Coach. Um, I'm very fortunate to have um, been on that journey. And I say fortunate from the standpoint of sometimes it's those hard places that cause you to be more compassionate for other people. At one point in time, I, I thought I was really compassionate. Uh, but then when I experienced those hard places, those dark places in life, I found, found that I wasn't as compassionate as I thought I was. Um, I did have uh, some experience with... Uh, one of the things that truly shaped my journey of wanting to be with people in their hard places is um, my mother sharing with me um, that she had sent us next door to the neighbor's house because she had decided to uh, take her life. It was a very difficult it was a very difficult conversation and one that I did not appreciate at the time, the gravity of it until we uh, lost her maybe about 10 years ago. Um, during that time frame, I also uh, was going through a divorce from my in my first marriage. And I would recall some of the things that my mother would tell me and the difficulty in pressing through those moments of extreme hardship. And those are some of the things that have shaped my journey thus far. No, that's that's deep. That's that's real deep, um, Regina, because I think through, um, you know, when people go through tough times, oftentimes what happens is, is that it, 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 it can do one or two things. It can shape them from the standpoint of something negative that causes them to uh, embrace and stay stuck in trauma, or it, it, can, it, can, it can mold them in a way that propels them to do something with that. Can you talk a little bit about what were some of the things, and those are some tragic things that you just shared just even than that. I don't know if people hear tragedy in divorce. You know, there's tragedy in suicide. There's tragedy in all these different things that induce a, a tremendous amount of trauma. When it comes to you deciding, you know what, I'm going to lean into this and make it work for me. 
What was that defining moment for you, if you can remember? Or was it a series of moments where you're saying, look, I got a choice here. I, I can stay stuck in this place and I can allow this thing to just mess me up and and, and kind of own me, if you will. Or I can do something. And I'm sure that there was an inner work or some kind of process that you went through in order to do that. Can you can you talk to us a little bit about maybe what that defining moment looked like? Absolutely. Um, I believe it was a series of events. Uh, There was one organization coach um, way back when that when their couples were going through issues, they would assign people to go sit in their homes with them, that they would bring their bag and then they would sit in the home and sit with them during the process. So it wasn't a matter of just telling people go do this or go do that in order to get through this hard point. That was one of the things that has always stuck with me is what would it look like to truly be with someone in those micro moments, those, those hard times. The other thing I think that, um, shaped me was actually going through the divorce. I think there's some things and I, and I, Uh, because it was a point of loss. I lost my mom and then two months later, the divorce, but I didn't hang my hat there. I think transitioning to the point of recognizing that um, um, there, there are other people that are experiencing the same hurt, the same trauma, and what would it look like to be there for them Uh, in those dark places and to provide reminders. And quite frankly, I believe it's not always, it doesn't always have to be a sad or um, a traumatic event. Even coach, it was for me um, working towards getting my degree. It took me 20 years failing classes. What does it look like to navigate those spaces? And I think slowly over time, that that is what formed uh, my passion for people. Um, I want to be down in the weeds and provide the, those reminders to them that they have what it takes to push through. Listen, let me say something. You located a whole bunch of people and they just felt good about themselves, Regina, because you said it took you 20 years. Like somebody just said, I'm excited. That I was on the seven year program. You understand? So so the perspective in that just I, I, and I poke a little fun because I can't do that with you. Here's the thing that's funny to me. It is. It always boils down to a choice. I really do. I really do believe that it boils down to a choice. Which which route are you going to take? And I think that for you, you just decided to say, you know what, this doesn't have to define me. And I'm going to take the route of making this work for me. When you go through something like, you know, these kinds of tragedies and triumphs, and and again, even triumphs, there's a triumph at the end of 20 years of getting the degree that took you 20 years to get it. That's a serious weight lifted, right? There's a triumph in that. Talk to us a little bit about uh, love transcending time. Um, I think of you, I remember when I first started coaching you and I just started smiling because when I heard you talking about the kind of business you wanted to build, I kept thinking about years ago when you'd go to the mall, you'd see these little kiosks and, uh, and they were called, uh, the name of it was things to, 
things to remember or something like that, things remembered. And they would specialize in engraving different sayings that you want on things. You had a little bit of a different twist of that same idea, particularly being able to touch people virtually with all sorts of programming and things like that. Can you talk to us a little bit about how does love transcending time uh, erupt out of this? And I know you have a scripture where you kind of hang your hat on a lot of those things. Talk to me a little bit about the business itself and how does it help people to really remember those moments in a way that causes them to reflect on something positive. Absolutely. And, you know, at Love Transcending Time, our focus is on helping people to step back from that edge of surrender. That surrender can be, uh, it's going to look different for all of us, but that common thread and that common denominator is that fatigue of everyday life. And um, what's important to me, Coach, is that sometimes as much as we encourage people, as much as we are encouraged ourselves, there are times when there's no one else in the room. It could be the slightest thing that triggers us, that causes us to say, you know what, this is too much. I can't do it anymore. I don't want to take another step. This path has become too hard. And um, love transcending time is all about helping people to navigate that journey. And I think about a journey as I'm one way when I started, but when I get to the end of that journey, I'm someone else. I have, um, I've, there's a change or it could be personal development. Something has changed in that process. And I think for, uh, for me, for love transcending time to transcend means to go beyond the norm. So what would it look like for me to love and embrace where I am, as difficult as it may be, as difficult as it is for me to finish the courses, to finish working towards the, the degrees, uh, to work in my business, transcend, I'm going beyond the norm. My norm, coach, used to be just giving up and throwing in a towel. But I want to have some stick to itness, and that's where uh, we come in. And our goal is to provide words of encouragement and gifts that will empower you to, um, to transcend, to go beyond it, but not only that, to love it. Because when you love it, uh, in this season, it's, it becomes that fuel you'll need for your next journey, because the journeys keep on happening and seasons continue to change. And I yield the mic. No, no, Regina, here's the thing I want I want you to kind of go back to because this is really important. Um, oftentimes, change doesn't happen for people because they are wishing that this thing never happened. And, and, and the truth is it did. That's the truth. And I honestly believe that whenever you have reminders or anything that can cause you to stay in the moment, so that you can get out of that moment everything you're... I think about grief, for instance. Grief in of itself is a journey. And most people want to speed through it. They, they don't want to go through all of the steps. And we're not going to necessarily talk about the different steps of grief. But anybody who's ever grieved, and if you've ever gone to counseling for it, you understand what I'm saying. And, and a lot of times you can get stuck on step two and never move. Because you're wanting the thing to have never happened. When you begin to talk with a client and talk to them about how they want to embrace their now, the motivation or the language, I should say, uh, does it come from you guys or does it come from them? And now you're able to take that language and if it's putting it on a T-shirt to remind them, I, I was always famous 
for for notes around my office, right? And I still trust and believe if you screenshot it, if you're on KBC and then you screenshot my your 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 device and you blow it up and you look at my bookcase, there are subtle things on there that remind me of a time of a time that I did a thing or whatever, or that a thing happened and I either overcame or it set me back, but it, it causes me to stay in moments. I don't speed past moments like that. And it's caused me to be able to really embrace what changes. Like. How does that process work when you're working with clients? Can you, can you talk to us a little bit about that? Absolutely. Um, Number one way is providing words of encouragement. And I love talking about reflecting, embracing, and empowerment because that reflection piece is so important to sit in that moment. And sometimes it's, of course, that's difficult and it looks different for so many of us. But what would it look like to say that I really am experiencing this pain? I really am experiencing uh, this challenging time that one of one of the things that um, also I think about coaches, what made my mother decide not to to go through with taking her life? I wasn't there. And oftentimes that's what happens. Uh, what I feel in our passion is towards those moments that people experience. It's that midnight hour. It's when they've done all they could do all through the day. And it's not that they're faking or putting on a facade, but they're holding on to life uh, with all the strength that they have. And as soon as they're able to get home, as soon as they're able to get to a place by themselves, they're able to release um, and it's in that moment that sometimes they decide, maybe I should just throw in the towel. And so providing reminders, whether um, we do it through words of, of encouragement, words of affirmation, um, or gifts, anything that's going to trigger you in that moment when no one else is there. Because quite frankly, uh, we're not always in the space to know. I'm, I'm very, I lean heavily into suicide awareness. Uh, I have that all through my website, uh, my IG and Facebook uh, for the simple reason that we we cannot we cannot decide when a person is thinking about throwing in the towel. So what can we do to uh, give them the tools that they need in that moment, in that trigger? It could be anything, Coach. They could be cooking dinner and they're reminded of something uh, that causes them that is a trigger and causes them to want to throw in the towel. So yes. No, Regina, you blessing me because it's something I had never even considered. No one can determine when that time is for that person to say, I quit. You don't, you don't, you don't, you don't get to, you don't get to see that really unfold. It just happens. And, and I quit doesn't necessarily mean, you know, suicide. I quit me could mean I'm, I'm leaving this marriage. I quit could mean I'm I'm leaving my job. I quit could mean, quite frankly, I'm leaving my children. As 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 awful as that sounds, but no one knows and, and oftentimes we'll characterize that Regina as they snapped or they lost it, if you will, right? And I think that it is super amazing that you have a company that sort of leans into what happens before that moment. 
What are we telling ourselves? What are we reminding ourselves? Come on, share. I hear you. Come on. No, I love what you said. And I think that there are times when professional counseling needs to come into the picture. Uh, But sometimes being able to provide reminders, just a reminder that you can make it, a reminder. And this is why it's so important to love where you are right now, even if it's difficult, because when the next season comes around and you have a reminder that, hey, I did survive it. Hey, it took me 20 years, but I graduated with my degree in computer science. I did the thing. I did the thing. I'm a whole software developer after 20 years, but here's the thing, the next journey or the next season of difficulty that I go through, I can look back and remember what it is, what it took for me to get through those 20 years, and that uh, informs my decision now that, girl, if you did it then, guess what? You can do it now. And that's it, Coach. No, no. Listen, (laughs) That sounds a lot like how God treats us. That's it really does. And and when I say that, I, I think it really boils down to having faith in what you've already accomplished. Right? Like so so when you're faced with those kind of challenges, you know, if I look around right now, I have a coaster on my desk that I got in nineteen ninety-nine. Right. Nine, no, I take that back. It was 1990. Yeah, it was 99 or 2000. And it says WPGC jams 95.5. No, this was 94. Now that I'm thinking about it. It's 94. This reminds me of a day that 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 I got a job that I didn't think I could get. That I didn't think I was qualified for. That took me to a place financially where I crossed over the six-figure mark at 30 years old and became the youngest station manager for CBS Radio. Wow. So every time I look at this coaster that, by the way, is – by the way, it sits – the MAPS relationship – the MAPS – mug sits on top of this, right? And so the point I'm making is, is that it makes me realize, dude, you've done some things. Get up and go do it again. I love that, Coach. Um, One of the things that I think about uh, for those that attend church, I, I do attend church, whether virtually or in person, and I have all these notebooks of all these sermons and all this stuff. And it's amazing how you forget the things that you wrote down. It's amazing that you forget the sermon that was preached three weeks ago. Or let's take it out of the church, um, sitting in lunch and learn with the MMC, sitting in whatever area that I'm, I'm receiving training, I'm being poured into. And if you don't put something in front of you to remind you of what you've learned and the impact that it's supposed to have on you, uh, you tend to forget. That's why that's why I'm so passionate about providing reminders to people, because sometimes, quite frankly, coach, we forget. We forget that we can make it. We forget that we've done a thing in the past and we need that encouragement and that reminder to keep moving forward. Absolutely. Your, your, your founding scripture, your core scripture for your business is Joshua 4. Can you break that down to us and why is that so important to you? 
Josh, this scripture in uh, Joshua chapter four is so important. Um, and of course, I won't read the whole thing, but Joshua chapter four, uh, when uh, the priests were asked to, to gather the 12 stones for a memorial, once again, remembering. And this, this one particular uh, scripture uh, in verse 21, when he said to the Israelites in the future, when your descendants ask your parents, what do these stones mean? Tell them Israel crossed the Jordan on dry ground for the Lord your God dried up the Jordan before uh, before you until you had crossed over. And that was so important to me is remembering uh, that when I read this, it just jumped out to me. What does it mean to, to have a memorial, whether it looks like reminders, words of affirmation, something around me that remembers what happened in my life and what I was able to, to get through. I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, my good friend, why Regina Jones Owner, operator, love that transcends time, love transcending time, I'm sorry. And guys, it is about love that transcends time. And the thing I love about what you're doing, Regina, is that you're capturing these moments and you're putting them on display in a myriad of different ways. Uh, How can people get in touch with you if they want to really kind of work with you and figure out, you know, because I love how, you know, you'll do things for people on behalf of other people. And so there'll be somebody in your family that you want to give a gift to that reminds them of a thing. And I want to encourage you that before you just, you know, go to your local wherever, reach out to Y Regina Jones and see if her company can help you in, in crafting something specific that makes sense for that particular person. Whether it's a good time or bad, I think that memories are important. And I, quite frankly, I think that when you can create an environment that reminds you, not only of where you've come from, but what you've gone through, I think it changes everything. And it gives you the courage, the faith, the strength to keep going. Wow, Regina Jones, listen, you did a fantastic job. I appreciate you pulling up. Is there anything closing? Where can people get a hold of you? Let's talk. Thank you so much, Coach. Um, they can, of course, find me on lovetranscendingtime.com. Also uh, on Instagram, Facebook, at LTT, Unique Gifts. And the link is in my bio as well on here on Clubhouse, as well on um, Instagram. I also want to... Um, would like to say that we are also adding additional products to our product line. Would love for people to to connect with us. And we do have a free download uh, when you sign up to connect with us, words of affirmation. Um, and Coach, I'd also like to shout out my nephew, Be Collier Speaks, who's a, who's a force of nature in his own right in the audience that's hanging out with us today on Clubhouse. And thank you so much, Coach. Thank you, Coach Glenn, Coach Cherie, and uh, everyone else. I love it. I love it. Lady, listen, you did a fantastic job. I appreciate you guys. Listen, for all of you guys who are listening, um, every week my goal is to bring somebody to the table that you may not have heard of, but because of their story, you'll never forget them. And so with that being said, um, it was a pleasure having you, lady, and uh, looking forward to you know getting you back on as you continue to grow your business and doing all the things. Super proud of you. Thanks so much for coming through. And guys, let me just say this. 
At the end of the day, here's what all of you guys know if you've listened to this podcast for any length of time. You cannot get to any place of significance by yourself. And the reason why is because we all need some help. Y'all be good, and we'll see you next week on the next edition of We All Need Some Help Wednesday, the podcast. Well, I'd like to thank you guys for joining us once again for another edition of We All Need Some Help Wednesday, the podcast. Uh, Be sure to download this, and if you need to connect to us any kind of way, uh, you can reach us at www.glennpbrooksjr.com. At the end of the day, y'all already know what time it is. You cannot get to any place of significance by yourself because we all need some help. Y'all be good, and we'll talk soon.